Well, hello again. It's time with tea, and I am tea with a little tea in my cup. Today's tea is good for the soul. I want to speak on a subject that is going to kind of clarify some stuff. The trauma bond. After being with a narcissist, especially for extreme periods of time, you know, if you haven't managed to quickly find out and move on, then, you know, this is for you. Because even in a short period of time, you can be trauma bonded or you can be permanently altered, should I say. Your point of view about things has will change because you have experienced extreme uh, disloyalty and you have been uh, tricked <laughs> is the quickest way to say it. But you were groomed to be tricked and snatched, you know, into a a dark place. And that's because you are given false light. And I'm going to speak of it spiritually today. So if you're not a spiritual or I'm not a religious person, that meaning I'm not just going through acts of going to church and praising the Lord and not have it in my heart. I am spiritually connected to God. So my point of view is going to be a little more in depth than somebody who's just talking about the Lord in general. I have a relationship with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit to the effect that it influences me beyond things that I really would have normally have done. We're going to go ahead and get into that, but let's go ahead and put our numbers out there. You can reach us at 919-768-2486. For any domestic violence concerns, you can reach us at 1-800-799-7233. Now, you can also text 433-733 to, you know, drop an anonymous note and let somebody know that, you know, maybe my neighbor is in trouble. So, guys, yeah. We're going to get in depth about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the fact that we are dealing with spiritual warfare in all relationships, not just with the narcissist, because there's different spirits that um, that we have allowed in by opening a door in our life, be it tarot reading, uh, playing with a Ouija board, uh, being a very manipulative person that sits and observes people and try to find ways to have the upper hand. As a child, this can come into a habit as an adult and become later in the form of a demonic force. Because if you play with fire long enough, you get burnt. And if you're not covered by the Holy Spirit in your life of this challenge of uh, edification, you will come out burnt or edified, meaning polished, pure, and, you know, you come out on the other side better. Because when God uh, applies pressure, it's a double-edged sword. He doesn't cut you and leave you bleeding. He comes behind you with the, the other sword that seals, seals that bleeding off. Yeah, you will be cut. You will be chastised. You will be dealt with um, by the Holy Spirit, by God himself. Um, in a way that will correct you if you allow it to correct you. In other words, it'll make you or break you. If you do not adhere, you will die at that sword. You know, you got to look at it like this. Jesus himself died by his craft. He was a carpenter, hammering and nailing 
uh, against wood. And he was made to carry his own cross to be nailed to wood. And this is also our fate to live and die by the same sword. So whatever it is you put your most energy in and you're out there doing as your craft, be mindful. If you're out there selling drugs on the street, been there, done that. If you're out there and you're a drug dealer, you will die at the hands of your craft. Turn from your sin and seek God. Off track a little bit, but let's go ahead. Now, we're talking about trauma bonding with the narcissist specifically because a lot of people get caught in that dark rabbit hole and can't get out. Let me tell you why. Many reasons, but first of all, that narcissist has studied you. And they studied you not because they care about you and they love you, but you felt that intensity of them always watching you, always concerned about what. how do you feel about that? What makes you happy? What makes you sad? Why did you do that? Oh, I can help you. Oh, does that make you feel better? Oh, here you are. Let me rub your back. Let me rub your feet. Let me rub your arms. Oh, let me twist your locks. Oh, you're just the greatest. Now, in the end, they flip it on you. Now, all those things, I, all you want me to do is rub your back and rub your feet. But you used to offer it. I never asked. Well, I'm not your slave. Well, your locks, they look dry. Oh, well, maybe somebody else will do it because I'm not doing it anymore. They try to set you up to be addicted to the good things that they do. And then they snatch it away from you. If you're not observant, you won't know the pattern. Give and take. It's a tug of war. Spiritual warfare. Now, why is it that it's so hard when you trauma bond? They're not the best thing since sliced bread. They're probably the ugliest guy, the ugliest girl. Or she could be pretty or he could be handsome. But really, for some reason, you didn't really want to talk to them in the beginning. Something was telling you no. But you did it anyway. You ignored some type of flags and you went ahead and did it. And as time went on, you started ignoring the fact that they weren't cute. They weren't cute. They didn't have a car. They didn't have any money. They didn't have nothing going for them. They dated old people. They dated basically anybody. The man might have dated men on the low. And all this will come to your spirit if you're connected with God. But if you're not, you won't know this until it all comes out in the wash. Now, let me explain about the trauma bond. These people deal with deep, dark demons and secrets and they've held them so long that they have encompassed them to the point that they believe their lies they believe they're entitled to you and your life and your blessings and anything that's good in your life they want to take credit for it if you're pretty and you're standing in the mirror they jump in the mirror too and they try to push you out the way of the mirror to say look I'm more important than you wishful thinking because most of them are really very ugly people, especially from the inside. And what they do is they put on a charm like a snake that will hypnotize you into thinking they look better than they do. They still know they're ugly inside and out, but they will charm their way into the hearts and pants life of anything that will allow them. I'm talking about a rock, a pet dog. They'll have sex with a dog. Some of them, no, not all of them. But some of them have no standards because they've gotten that low. So it's not a surprise that they 
you know, will do any and everything for attention. It's no surprise. They'll do anything and everything but expose themselves for who they really are. The attention they get is through being something fake. And they get tired of being fake. So the people closest to them get what's real at home. They can't fake it no more. They got to have a, a place to rest. And the reason why the trauma bond is so strong also is that you have allowed their demons to become your demons. Okay? I think it's uh, the artist Halsey. Um, tell me how it feels uh, living without me. Um, yeah. If you think of that song in a spiritual way and how for a season, because of the narcissist, the narcissist, you live without God because you can't be godly around them. They're gonna they're gonna challenge you to bring out the worst in you. They're going to say that why are you studying that Bible? Or they'll take it to the opposite extreme and if they're a religious narcissist and say, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, God is not gonna hear your voice because you're this and you're that. So you just never know how they're gonna go with it. It don't always come out in the same pattern. Um print but it's the same pattern different prints same pattern okay so you're in their trauma bond of their fight with their demons and y'all are in it together it's like a struggle and you want to save them as an empath as a good-hearted person or just as a person in love you want to save them from their own demons and in fact you end up being the one to start imitating them uh, because you're picking up their habits and now you're picking up their demons. And now you seem to be doing narcissistic stuff yourself. You've been in it too long, especially anything after a year. You know, get out. I got out the last situation in five months, really three, but I should have left then. But I kept looking around like, am I tripping? Am I just paranoid from the last situation? But no, never second guess yourself. You see fire, you know, you see smoke, there's fire. You know, run. Don't even apply the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Water. Let them burn in their own mess and go. If you want to pray for them, that's on you. You know, you can. That's fine. But move on and move out and let that be the last thought you have when you pray for them and give them to God. Because this is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm telling you, there's now it's rampant. When I... God has always put me ahead of the game on things. He's always showed me things before they happen. Back in 2019, I did some posts on all my social media platforms. And I spoke about God is ready to expose. Now, the reason why is God, but it's also the devil has to expose himself. He can't just completely blind us. God has... um, allowed him to have his season down here and he thinks he's the boss but God still has his hand on on us on his people and what it is is there's always a a, a back door a way out if you're willing to accept that we're saved if you're not accepting that then you're not saved you're you're doomed but what I mean by that is the devil has to show you that he's the devil But he's doing it so cute and sweet and behind cute images like Beyonce and Jay-Z and the music and the the flashing and all this. 
So you don't see it, but you see it. So he's done his part in agreement to expose himself, but you're not seeing it. You're not hearing it. You don't believe it. So what the narcissist did was the same thing. He's always told you, she's always told you that she he was a narcissist. They've always said things like, well, I have my own God. I don't believe in that God. Or, well, um, I, you know, I have my own way of doing things, you know. And they say things jokingly, but they're so serious, you know. You're like, you'll never be anything without me. You know you need me. You know I'm everything. You know I made you. And they believe it in their heart. And they know that you came with your own stuff. But but if you should leave them, they're going to tell you that everything that you had was theirs. You are who you are because of them. So it's a mental thing that they try to program you for. They try to set you up to be a drone, uh, a follower of their false doctrines, just like the enemy, just like the devil. It's no different. You're in constant practice of, of what the devil does in your own small world. It's not just worldwide on, you know, yeah, the Super Bowl has showed you many hands. If you saw it, you watched it. I didn't watch it live, but I watched it on the YouTube videos where they were actually out here showing us what they were doing. And in the midst of it all, they did have one gospel, you know, rapper say that they didn't sell their soul to the devil. Okay. You're getting used to hearing certain things like that from people. They're talking about selling their souls. It's, it's, it's not a, a myth. So yeah, it's real. It's real that uh, Eastern stars and Greek and other other things that we just think are just groups of people in empowerment are original sourced by demonic forces. Now, people that are in these things, they don't know. They don't know that they're practicing witchcraft. You know, and on a daily, we see people post things and it's all fun and giggly. And I'm guilty, giggly, giggly of laughing at these things until God convicted my spirit and said, this is mockery of my people. This is mockery of me. This is mockery of my word in remembrance of Jesus on the cross. They mocked him with the thorn crown. And before they put him on the cross, they mocked him and they bowed and they, and they put the purple robe on him as a mockery. And you see these purple robes hanging these purple uh, banners hanging on the crosses at churches. And they don't even know that they're not in order. Because that purple robe represented a mockery. Then you see places where they got Jesus still on the cross. He got off the cross. He was risen from the dead. You can lay the cross down. You can take it all down. Symbolism matters. You don't have to do that. But anyway, you got to remember that God convicts you of certain things and other people haven't convicted, been convicted. So they don't agree with you and they will think you're out of your mind. So if you're not convicted of to stop mocking God, go ahead and keep going. If you're not convicted to stop 
dealing with unclean spirits in relationships of all kinds, family members, um, relationships with uh, significant others, your children. It doesn't matter who it is. If they are toxic and they refuse to turn from their ways, be not that apple that gets rotten from the other batch. He said, I set you apart and he moved you away. So when you're dealing with a narcissist and you have connected with them to the point that you're going down the rabbit hole with them, you have connected with the source that they that they deal with. And that's evil. Now, whether they know they're evil or not, most of them do. But if they don't, that's not the point. You know that if you don't have belief in something higher or better, you're going down that same tube with him with no questions asked. Because you're signing up for it. That's a door you're opening that has to be closed by you confessing with your mouth and, and, and calling on God. And you may even need more force. You may even need somebody else, depending on what level you done tapped into. And you don't you don't bit off more than you can chew. God is real. These demonic forces are real. These entities are real. And when you're out here doing things like mindless meditation, I'm not saying don't meditate, but I meditate on the word. I meditate on God. If I sit there and clear my mind, a demon will approach me, period. If you think we're here by yourself, keep on living and remember these words. Because like I said, God has given me a gift. I'm ahead of the game. If you don't believe we are here with other things that are waiting for a body, waiting for a blank mind to manipulate, that are standing beside you because they've been assigned to you, now, mind you, the higher level you go up in Christ and the more your relationship with Christ, the demons get stronger. Because he's not going to waste his strong demons on your weak people who are basically doing the work for him. you giving him work because you just being redundant. You're going back to the same person who is your own personal demon. The narcissist is your own personal demon assigned to you to destroy you, kill, steal, and destroy. Whether this message reaches one person or 21 or 2 million, it's irrelevant because this message has an anointing for someone, at least one, will not go back to that narcissist. And that's enough for me. And God will reuse it, revamp it, and redirect it in the right direction for different purposes or or the same. It doesn't matter. God knows best. I don't. God knows best. So, what I'm saying to you today, if you're dealing with somebody and you have looked into their eyes and seen evil, when they get angry and you feel the intensity, you've seen the devil himself, you know it. You don't know what the devil looked like, but you felt he's like, if the devil looked like anything, it's got to be that. Get out. Call on the Lord. It ain't going to be easy because there's demons attached. You think you're attached to them it's like a love thing? No. It's a demon, demon, and they know it. They laugh. 
because they're addicted to drugs or they're addicted to porn or they're addicted to sex or they're addicted to women in general to manipulate them and control them. It's all about control. They have some type of deep, dark secret that if it's exposed, they're going to be crushed. And usually they destroy you before you could tell their secret. But I'm the one that's going to tell everybody about somebody that could save anybody that has been dealing with a demon, dealing with a narcissist, the Jezebel, the Leviathan. Oh, there's many more, but those are the most popular ones that I know about. And I'm going to tell you right now, I done seen them (laughs) with my own eyes. And I can tell you right now, if you don't come out of agreement with these tarot cards, horoscopes, uh, playing with these apps on on things, changing your face and your eyes and your, your gender, your voice, it's something behind that. Just like in the world, there's, there's stuff we can't see. Behind these apps, there are faces and, and demons that you can't see. And you telling something, people come and go, but you, <laughs> you always stay. Who you staying with? You got to be careful. These, you know, I'm guilty of listening to the music. It sounds good. But what's behind the words? What's behind the beat? Do you know that vibrations and beats can change everything? You know, that's why they changed the, the frequency of a cell phones all the time ever changing there's levels to it they could take us to the moon real quick but they want to take us slowly step by step in different phases I'm not going to sound so crazy real soon but guys I hope everybody gets this message and understands at least a bit of it and I want to hear your feedback y'all been telling me some good stuff and I love y'all I just want to say until next time